Hello, and welcome to the B2B Marketer's Guide to Podcast Advertising. How to Create Tangible Demand with a Direct Response Budget. Written and produced by The Cyberwire. This guide will help you understand how to get the most out of the incredible marketing opportunities made possible with podcast advertising. We'll walk you through the basics of how podcast advertising works and also dive into the details about generating leads and brand awareness, measuring and proving success, and finally, giving you some tips on making the case for your marketing plans and budgets. You'll also hear some examples of our own successful ad campaigns with industry leaders. Part 1. The B2B Marketing Dilemma. How to Generate Leads Without an Awareness Budget. It's difficult enough to be heard above the existing clamoring for attention, and then you're tasked with ever-growing MQL numbers. To unlock successful lead gen programs and get inbound leads, you need to build awareness. Yet you likely face pressure to focus on direct response marketing campaigns and tactics, those options that have a quick and easily measurable ROI. That can make it hard for you to get budget for campaigns that don't have an immediate ROI. The trouble is, it's difficult to measure the results of many awareness-building marketing channels. Yet without awareness campaigns, how can you create an MQL engine? Harvard Business Review says, quote, Leading CMOs recognize that it is a fine balance of brand and performance marketing that delivers the best results, and they must fight hard against a bias toward that which is most easily quantified, end quote. That fight against this bias can seem impossible, but it isn't, not if you approach it the right way. You know marketing benefits from diversified marketing channels, and the key to successful diversification is to explore new channels to reach the largest customer base possible. While many of these channels have difficult ROIs to quantify, that doesn't mean results can't be tracked in a meaningful way. Podcast advertising is a channel that can reach a large and very targeted customer base. With the correct KPIs, you can monitor its success. Podcasts aren't a new channel by any means. They've been around for a while, yet it's a largely quiet space for B2B advertisers. This makes it an ideal place for your customers to hear you. In our many years of podcasting, we've learned a lot from our sponsors who use our podcasts to market to their target audience. One of the things we've learned is there's a lot of confusion around podcast ads. We've also discovered there isn't a good guide to help B2B marketers navigate the nuances of podcast advertising. We created this how-to guide to help take the complexity out of podcast advertising so you can use this channel to drive demand no matter which show you work with. This way, you'll understand the case for podcast advertising, how to choose the right podcast to reach your audience, how to make sense of podcast advertising terms, how to navigate value and pricing, how to make your ads effective, how to track and prove success. Armed with this knowledge, you can approach your leadership with confidence in your plan and your budget request.
Part 2, The Case for Podcast Advertising. Data from March 2021 by Pod News, a global news source for the podcasting industry, shows 28% of the adult U.S. population, around 80 million people, listen to podcasts weekly. According to Forbes, 155 million Americans have listened to a podcast, and around 104 million tune in monthly. Yet we all know the number of eyes, or ears, isn't enough. You and your decision makers need more than that to shell out advertising dollars. Podcasts offer other advantages that make them an incredibly attractive option. Listeners engage with content. Podcast listeners actually listen and respond to ads from their favorite podcasts. Forbes reports, quote, Podcasters have such a devout and enthusiastic fan base that they actually welcome and appreciate advertising. 64% of heavy podcast users, defined as at least five hours a week, state that they appreciate podcast advertisers for supporting their favorite podcast, end quote. Advertising is effective. Nielsen's podcast effectiveness studies find host-read ads drive a brand recall rate of 71%. This creates high levels of consumer interest, purchase intent, and recommendation intent. As a result, ad dollars directed toward podcasts continue to rise each year, with the Interactive Advertising Bureau, IAB, forecasting that podcast ad spending will pass $1 billion this year. Ads can be highly targeted. You can choose podcasts with listener profiles like your target market. For example, our CyberWire Daily podcast listeners include many of the world's most influential public and private sector cybersecurity leaders and decision makers who tune in every day to get up to speed on the latest news about threats facing their organization and what they can do to protect themselves. No other paid marketing channel allows this kind of targeting at the prices you'll pay for podcast advertising. That is, as long as you don't wait too long. Advertising is underused in B2B. For now. Unlike LinkedIn ads or other channels that bustle with B2B selling tactics, podcasts are widely untapped. Your competition may not be there yet. However, as podcast listenership skyrockets, this won't be the situation for long. Part 3. How to number 1. How to choose the right podcast to reach your audience. There are podcasts focusing on almost any niche you can think of. One of the best ways to find out what podcast your target audience listens to is to ask your customers. Here are two great questions to get that information without burdening your customers with a long survey. Where do you get your industry news? Many industry publications or news sources also have their own podcasts. Do you listen to other podcasts in your field or industry? Often niche podcasts, which are exactly the right place for you to advertise, aren't mainstream, so you may not know about them. Once you have a list of potential podcasts, check out their demographics and firmographics to see if they align with your ideal customer profile, ICP. Also, 
Check the podcast ratings and reviews on sites like iTunes, Google Play Store, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. For those that fit your ICP and have good ratings and reviews, listen to the show yourself. Don't forget to listen to the ads. It's important to make sure you vet the show and see what other advertisers are doing right or wrong. Once you have a short list of podcasts, request a list of their existing sponsors. If you see brands you know your customers use, or if your competitors are there, the podcast audience is for you. Part 4. How to Number 2. How to Make Sense of Podcast Advertising Terms. It's easy to feel overwhelmed by podcast ad options, but it really isn't so hard once you break it down. There is some overlap, but it's easiest to think about ads in terms who, what, when, where, and how. We've included a glossary at the end of this guide for you to use as a quick reference. Who records my ad? Options include host read, announcer read, endorser read, or theatrical. Host read ads, as the name implies, are read by the host. Research shows these ads are the most effective, which makes sense. You're capitalizing on the relationship the host has developed with the audience. The host can read ads live or record them. We'll explain more about this later. Announcer read ads are what NPR does. Someone at the show reads the ad, but not the show's host. Endorser read ads could be read by the host, assuming he or she is endorsing the company, or they're read by another celebrity or subject matter expert. Either way, the endorser reads the ad with a personalized message about their use of the product or service. Sometimes, instead of simply reading an ad, the show host and the endorser converse about a product. Along the same line, there is a style of ad we call a flash interview. In this type of interview, background music cues listeners that an ad is up next. Then the host says a few words to introduce the speaker who talks about the sponsor company or product. The host closes out the ad by thanking the sponsor. Finally, music plays to signify the end of the ad. Theatrical ads are sponsor-produced. This costs you more, but doesn't seem to be more effective, especially if you use voice talent used by other advertisers. We recommend host-read or announcer-read ads for two important reasons. First, they resonate with audiences. They build on the trust the host has with the audience. Listeners infer an endorsement even if there isn't an explicit one. Second, they're simple. All you need to provide is a script. The publisher takes care of the rest. Some even provide feedback before recording, which is a definite value add. What ways can I purchase ads? We found many sponsors believe a sponsorship equals an interview. And while it's true some publishers do offer this type of paid content advertising, it's less common than you might think. Many publishers don't offer interviews as a paid advertising opportunity at all, or only offer it in specific programs, which is what the CyberWire does. For the purposes of this guide, we will focus on traditional sponsor advertising, not paid content. 
There are three ways you can purchase podcast advertising. Direct, network, and programmatic. First, direct. With a direct ad buy, you can work directly with a publisher to build an ad campaign or purchase inventory. Note, the publisher is generally the creator of the podcast and can also be the name of the podcast. Next, network. You can purchase ads from one of the following network types. Podcast hosting platforms. Not only do hosting platforms give publishers a place to host podcasts, but they can also combine ad inventory from participating publishers. Then they sell it by podcast category or user targeting. Examples of hosting platforms are Megaphone and Podbean. Podcast networks. A podcast network is typically a group of podcasts that align by content themes or audience types. The goal of a network is to help promote, scale, and even monetize podcasts. Networks charge their members, or publishers, a revenue share and sell ad inventory to sponsors by demographics. Hosting platforms can double as networks, but not all networks are hosting platforms. Common examples of networks are NPR, Twit, This Week in Tech, and the CyberWire. Ad networks. An ad network is a marketplace where advertisers and publishers buy and sell media. Examples of ad networks are mid-roll, ad large, and advertise cast. And finally, programmatic. Programmatic audio automates the selling and insertion of ads into audio content, like podcasts, It also does this for digital radio and music streaming services. It's the same concept that you see in digital advertising that allows for exceptional targeting. Stack Adapt, a self-serve programmatic advertising platform, explains sponsors, quote, can use data from audio partners to target specific genres, niches, and demographics. This way, you can match your ads to a mood, a genre, or a topic, end quote. You can do similar campaign types with an agency or network running your programmatic ads, and networks and hosting platforms can and do offer programmatic ads. While programmatic certainly has its pros, it may also leave you with remnant ad space or leftover spots that weren't purchased through direct or network buys. It can also exclude highly desirable podcasts that aren't part of the network. When are my ads recorded? It depends. All ads are either scripted or unscripted. This can be a little confusing because both can be prepared, so they both seem scripted. Live read or unscripted ads indicate that there is no break in the show. Your ads are read in real time. The host reads your message as a part of the dialogue. This is a more difficult style because it is baked into the show. More on that in a minute. Scripted ads aren't part of the dialogue of the show, even if they're read by the host. They can be live reads or, more often, pre-recorded. They're often accompanied by music behind your spot to indicate a break in the content. Where do my ads play during the podcast? Ads can fall at the beginning, middle, or end of a podcast. And, unlike the scripted-unscripted confusion, the terms are pretty straightforward. Pre-roll ads play at the beginning of an episode. Mid-roll ads play mid-episode. Post-roll ads, also called outros, play at the end, 
usually as the credits are rolling or after. You can see a diagram of these ad locations in the downloadable version of this guide at b2baudio.com. Which ads are most effective? There's a belief that mid-roll spots are the most effective. This might stem from plain and simple price marketing as they're typically the most expensive spots, but not always. In fact, sometimes pre-roll ads cost more. Publishers may price them higher because they get more impressions. Post-rolls are generally the least expensive. We're often asked what we deem the most effective position. It really depends on what your campaign goals are and what you're advertising. Mid-roll spots allow for storytelling or explaining a complex concept or product. These tend to be longer spots. You might wonder if they're likely to get skipped over because they interrupt the show's content. However, listeners are often multitasking while they tune into their favorite show, not sitting with their fingers on the fast-forward button. Pre- and post-roll spots can work well for promoting a quick and memorable offer. They're also great for getting your brand name heard. Some sponsors dismiss post-roll ads, assuming listeners turn off the episode before the ads play. While we do see lower impressions for post-roll, they still may provide a good value. Ask for impression metrics to compare to other ad spots. Pro tip, since post-roll ads are generally less expensive, they work well for branding on a budget. But make sure to mention your brand in the first 5 to 10 seconds of the ad. How are my ads inserted in the podcast? If your ad is baked in, the original ad stays in the episode, unless the show host goes back to change it, which is very rare. This can be a problem for on-demand listenership because your ad will no longer be relevant unless it's designed to be evergreen. Dynamic ad insertion, DAI, also referred to more broadly as dynamic content insertion, on the other hand, places your pre-recorded ads through an ad server. This keeps your content fresher and increases flexibility. This makes it easy for you, the sponsor, to swap out ad messages, change messaging during the flight of the campaign, and randomize messages for A-B testing. Another benefit of DAI is geo-targeting. You can have multiple messages running at the same time for different audiences. For example, you could run one ad for attendees at a large industry event in one city while running a different ad for the rest of the world. Part 5. How-to number 3. How to navigate value and pricing. The fundamental value of podcast advertising lies in the targeting capabilities, your ability to reach the niche. There are several types of sponsorships you can buy. Let's run through the value of each. The value of spots. Marketers often ask whether the length of the spot matters. In our experience, it's best not to let the ad length determine which you should buy. Instead, Think about impressions and the position of the ad to determine the value. Then, use the length of the spot to determine the type of message you want to create. Note, podcast ads aren't limited to the following lengths. They're simply among the most common. 15 seconds. These spots tend to be pre-roll, but can also be post-roll. 
We recommend using these spots for brand building. This can be very effective, especially when your campaign runs over a longer period of time. 30 seconds. These also tend to be pre-roll spots. Both 30-second and 60-second spots are long enough to have a strong combination of brand and campaign messaging. The 30-second spot allows for a tighter narrative. 60 seconds. These spots tend to be in the body of the show as a mid-roll. The time allows sponsors to tell a bit of a longer story. Even so, we caution sponsors to think about your message and your listeners' attention. Pro tip. Think about your ad times as up to the specified amount of seconds. You don't have to fill the time. The priority should be on your message, not filling the time allotment. The value of exclusives. Some shows offer sponsorship of an entire episode or even an entire season of a show to a single exclusive sponsor. In many cases, these shows allow multiple sponsor messages in each episode. You get 100% share of brand voice here. The value of episode takeovers. This is broadly similar to exclusives, but takeovers happen when you buy out all the ad spots in a show rather than the publisher offering the option. In this case, you also get 100% of brand voice for the episode or season. Pricing and metrics. A large number of shows use a flat rate to price their ads, which can give you greater control over the budget and placement. Publishers also bundle ad spots together to create packages for sponsors and include additional channels like social media or newsletter promotions. When you're buying packages, look for value ads. Often, publishers throw these in to sweeten the deal, and they can be very good for brands looking to build awareness. If they aren't included in your package, it may be worth asking. Common value adds for podcast advertising packages are logos, message and links on podcast episode website and or sponsor page, social media mentions or dedicated posts, ad placement in first-run shows or run-of-show, renewals, price holds, and first right-of-refusal, freebies and early options on new content, discounts on related products or subscriptions, technical features, geotargeting, rate capping, dynamically placed ads. Ads that aren't flat rate are often purchased using cost per thousand CPM. So if a podcast ad has a price of $25 cost per thousand and has an average of 10,000 downloads or impressions per episode, your ad would cost $250. Cost per thousand priced ad buys are usually purchased through a network or programmatic buy, and you may have less control over the timing and placement of the ad. Part six, how to number four, how to make your ads effective. We've seen all too often that the creative for a podcast ad is an afterthought. Your messaging should not sound like a typical radio advertisement. We found it's helpful to think of podcast advertising as content rather than advertising. Our brains are hardwired to remember stories. 
It's why so much enjoyable content creation relies on storytelling. Podcast ads are no different. Ads that tell a story are the most effective. And because podcasts are a more flexible medium than TV or radio, you can be much more creative. Here are a few ideas for how you can create an engaging campaign. Tell a story that spans three episodes and isn't resolved until the third one. To make it really pop, use rate capping to dynamically limit how many times a listener hears one of the series before hearing the next. For shows that offer multiple ads per episode, you can break the story into a teaser for the first break and a resolution in the second. Use a customer case study that aligns with your target audience's pain points or challenges. Create a campaign or offer specifically for this podcast and its listeners. Lastly, ask the podcast publisher for input and suggestions. They know their audience best and can sometimes write the creative for you. Once you have the creative down, you can use dynamic ad insertion features to boost the effectiveness of your campaign. To give you some real-world examples, we have assembled some ads from our CyberWire shows. Here are two. The first is a 30-second ad that ran as a pre-roll on our CyberWire Daily podcast, what we call the funding sponsor position. Hear how much content you can fit into a 30-second ad? And here is an example of a 60-second mid-roll ad from the same show. The length of the message in the 60-second ad allows you to tell a longer story and flesh out your message in more detail. Think creatively about how you can use 60 seconds to tell your story. You can hear more examples of ads from the CyberWire at b2baudio.com resources. Personalize your ads with rate capping. Rate capping sounds more complicated than it is. It's simply a way to limit the number of times a listener can hear an ad. For example, say you want to run three ads during a month-long campaign. Using rate capping, you can specify that you want an audience member to hear ad number one three times. Then you want to switch to ad number two. So if your listener hears Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday's shows, then the next time they tune in, they will hear ad number two. Let your ads tell a story with serial messaging. Serial messaging allows you to build on your message in a sequence. You can do this daily, weekly, or with multiple ads throughout one show. Telling a story over time makes the ad content less like a typical ad spot and more like the content in a podcast. We often help sponsors repurpose blog posts or white papers to create this type of ad. By breaking longer content pieces up, you can create a sequence of ads that build a story over a series of episodes. Both rate capping and serial messaging are methods to create more personalized ad experiences for your audience. Bundle your podcast ads. Podcast publishers often offer additional media that can help reaffirm your podcast ad message in other channels, such as newsletters. You can also mirror the paid campaign message within your own channels, to increase repetition and recall. Stack your ads closely together. You may be tempted to buy podcast ads and spread them out across a quarter to get more coverage. However, we recommend stacking your ads together back-to-back -to -back for repetition. According to a brand recall study by Midroll, a well-known podcast advertising platform, Campaigns that run ads on at least five episodes of a podcast generate the best unaided recall. 
Play the long game. We recommend you plan your campaigns by the year or by the quarter at the very least. It's tempting to test podcast advertising as a channel for a single campaign or a few episodes. However, this approach may not have the expected results. Repetition and storytelling are the keys to success. Consistency can be achieved even on a small budget. The customers that advertise regularly over a year tend to be the customers that see increased performance. Part 7. How-To Number 5. How to Track and Prove Success. Defining the right KPIs for this channel is very important. You want to be certain you're aligning expectations with your executive team. The KPIs for this channel should not be MQLs. Instead, think about building awareness for your brand and or promoting an offer. Top-of-funnel efforts like podcast advertising provide value outside of funnel metrics, They map to more top-of-funnel KPIs. They will help drive conversion rates further down the funnel with brand recognition and recall. Your KPIs should align with your goals for podcast advertising. Here are some ways you can measure success. Request anecdotal feedback from your sales teams. Have your BDR team ask every prospect how they heard about you. Ask them to send you quotes from prospect conversations so you can use them in board-level presentations later. Track increases in organic or direct search traffic. Create a landing page specific to your campaign. A vanity URL lets you track visitors to this landing page. Be aware, this may not show much traffic. For B2B purchases, it's rare that listeners recall a URL to visit the page. Typically, there is an increase in branded search or direct traffic. Create an offer with a code, if your business model allows. Create a field on your form that asks, how did you hear about us? Track the number of social media mentions. Track increases in social media followers. Track increases in branded searches. Be sure to include a few weeks of post-ad tracking. Track increases in site traffic and deploy brand recall or brand lift studies. Part 8. Making Your Case Podcast advertising, with its skyrocketing number of engaged listeners, is an excellent channel for you to generate the brand awareness you need to build a robust MQL engine. And by getting ahead of the trend, you can reach your target market with far less competition than other oversaturated B2B channels. Getting buy-in and budget for a new marketing channel without direct response level ROI may feel futile. Yet, podcast advertising is not only highly targeted, It's also effective and measurable. All you need are the right KPIs. Now that you understand the case for podcast advertising and you're armed with the how-tos of navigating this space, you can make your case for creating a podcast advertising campaign. Pro tip, don't stop measuring when the campaign flight is over. 
podcasts have a long tail. New listeners often download old episodes long after they first air. That wraps up the B2B Marketer's Guide to Podcast Advertising. We hope you've learned some key information and pro tips about the incredible potential in podcast advertising. Now you can approach your leadership with confidence in your plan and your budget request. Stay tuned to learn about us and for a glossary of terms for future reference. And be sure to download your free copy of this guide at b2baudio.com. about us. The CyberWire gets people up to speed on cyber quickly and keeps them a step ahead in a continually changing industry. Situational awareness, continuing education, and professional development are the cornerstones of our programs. The CyberWire has long been trusted by many of the most influential leaders and professionals in the public and private sectors around the world. We separate the signal from the noise. Learn more about our podcasts and newsletters at thecyberwire.com. Interested in learning more about advertising with The Cyberwire? Get in touch by emailing us at sales at thecyberwire.com or visit our website at thecyberwire.com slash sponsor. Thanks for listening. As a review, here's an alphabetical list of terms in case you wanted a refresh on a few. Ad network. An ad network is a marketplace where advertisers and publishers buy and sell media. Examples of ad networks are Midroll, AdLarge, and AdvertiseCast. Announcer read. An ad that is read by someone at the show, but not the show's host. Baked in. An ad format where the ad is part of the podcast audio file. Ads that are baked in are difficult to change later. Direct ad buy. Work directly with a publisher to build an ad campaign or purchase inventory. Dynamic. Dynamic ad insertion places a pre-recorded ad into a show through an ad server. This keeps your content fresher and increases flexibility. This makes it easy for the sponsor to swap out ad messages, change messaging during the flight of the campaign, and randomize messages for A-B testing. Endorser read. An ad that is read by someone who is endorsing the company or product. This can be the host of the show, but is often an industry expert, celebrity, or subject matter expert. Geotargeting. The ability to target listeners based on their location, also referred to as geosegmentation. Host read. An ad that is read by the show host either as a live read or recorded spot. Live read. Ads that are read in real time. The host reads your message as a part of the dialogue. There is no break in the show. Mid-roll. Ads that run mid-episode. Pre-roll. Ads that play at the beginning of an episode. Podcast hosting platform. A platform that gives publishers a place to host podcasts. 
They can also combine ad inventory from participating publishers and sell it by podcast category or user targeting. Examples of hosting platforms are Megaphone and Podbean. Podcast Network. Typically, a group of podcasts that align by content themes or audience types. The goal of a network is to help promote, scale, and even monetize podcasts. Common examples of networks are NPR, Twit, This Week in Tech, and The Cyberwire. Postroll. Ads play at the end, usually as the credits are rolling or after. Also called outros. Programmatic audio advertising. Programmatic audio automates the selling and insertion of ads into audio content, like podcasts. It also does this for digital radio and music streaming services. Publisher. Another name for podcast creator. Theatrical ads. These are theatrical in nature, usually featuring voice talent. They are typically produced by a sponsor. Scripted. Ads that are not part of the dialogue of the show, even if they're read by the host. They can be live reads or, more often, pre-recorded. They're often accompanied by music behind your spot to indicate a break in the content. Interested in learning more about advertising with the Cyberwire? Get in touch by emailing us at sales at thecyberwire.com or visit our website at thecyberwire.com slash sponsor. And be sure to download your free copy of this guide at b2baudio.com. Thanks for listening.